Hey guys, so welcome to the podcast. I am fully caffeinated. I have my second coffee, and it's not just any coffee. It is Starbucks Nitro Cold Brew. Let me sip that real quick. This is making like ASMR. I don't know. Like I tried, but this is like, I feel like this microphone is not meant for ASMR. <laughs> I've seen some girls like using like big giant microphone and like touching their hands. See, it's like, this is not even picking up. Anyways, I tried. That was, what a great intro, Mers. What a great intro. I know I always nail the intros and people are probably automatically clicking out after hearing this. <laughs> Anyways, so today's topic, we are going to be talking about how to have fun while creating a content. I feel like this could also go into more like essentially how to have fun while working or like like essentially how to enjoy your work. I feel like just because something is work doesn't mean that it has to suck. I feel like you have to find a way to enjoy it so you, it just doesn't become miserable. We're going to get more details into it, but that is the summary, well, short, brief of uh, what we're going to talk about today. But before that, little update. So I told you guys last week that I was heading to Hamptons and it was honestly everything that I ever wanted. Well, <laughs> ever, I mean, everything I wanted. Like, um, because last time I was in the Hamptons, that was like right before pandemic. I think it was like, I don't think it was even 2020. I think it was 2019. So it was like a while ago and I really missed it. Like, I think... I know this might sound <laughs> so weird, but I feel like the vibe, the environment, the people, it is so different. I feel like as soon as I just like hit and I see like Sag Harbor, like Southampton, I don't know, Montauk or whatever, I just feel so tranquil and like so calm and like, I just feel so, I don't know, happy. And not to say, like, I don't feel like that in the city, but I feel like sometimes, like, it gets to you and, like, you kind of need to chill and, like, kind of need to be in an environment that's not, like, all about hustling. It's not, like, super fast. And I feel like that's a great part about Hamptons that, like, yes, there are so many people who are there. They don't necessarily live in the Hamptons. They probably are just there only for summer or they're just there for a couple of days. Most of them are probably from the city. Some do live there and some are locals, but I'm just saying it's like there's that difference about it. And that's why like so many people, you know, like just move to Hamptons or just be there for the summer. It just like really brings you that summer vibe and the vacation vibe or not even just the vacation, just like that calming vibe. It's just it is so magical. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making such a big deal about this, but it is just so fun. Like, we went to the event, so event was really fun. I wish I vlogged it, but, like, it was also my first Hamptons Interactive Brunch. This is something they do annually, and I think uh, this is the third time they're doing it, I think. So it was pretty fun. It was at Barron's Cove uh, in Sag Harbor. It was really cool. I've been to Sag Harbor before, but I don't think I've ever been to this hotel. It was cool. It has a nice view, the harbor and everything. Oh, just gorgeous. And there's like even one part that we stopped. So I had to change because that's how extra I am. I really knew that I was going to sweat and like the weather was awful. 
uh, before I picked up the car. So I brought extra pairs of <laughs> clothes. So I changed in the car and then we're doing that. I parked like somewhere near the, it was like, I, I don't think it was a beach, but it was kind of like a beach, but it was this like uh, area that like only meant for jet skis and water boats. Like it's not meant for swimming, but it was so quiet guys. And the view was awesome. The bridge and everything, oh, so good. And it was just so calming. We even recorded some bunch of TikToks. So fun. I know it was just like that. It was so chill and everything. It was really fun that I, um, I really liked it. I love it. So it was great. That and other than that, uh, I also uh, we like we went to the event afterwards and it was really fun. Like I mean, there's a bunch of brands that uh, I get to talk to and like really cool brands. I think that's a great part about these experiences that like you get to find and like see new brands and like and some of them are like just like not even just like something uh, like super basic, something like really innovative that like like wow i don't think i would have hear about that and some of them is like also kind of important for you if you're kind of like a future investor or like kind of want to start from somewhere start about something from the very beginning versus like you know like how crypto and everything was like it got so blown out of proportion and it was like you know like it was too late for to invest so i feel like there are some brands that you're like oh like you should invest or you should check it out for your future because, you know, that's what happens with some of these up-and-coming brands because you have to take advantage of it. I don't know. I'm getting off the tangent, but, like, it was really fun to see those. And this is all for the charity and, like, raising money for these, um, for the for children in the hospital. So it was great for that. And, yeah, I think that was, no, no. Afterwards, we also went to <laughs> one of my friend's boss's house. It was so cool. Like the pool and the the view so it was in watermill and this is something i want to mention this is technically part of hamptons but if you are not familiar with it that's something i would say like watermill hasn't been the place for hamptons or people who live in the hamptons to be like having a space but i feel like there's only so much real estate like market that you can create in Hamptons because like there's only so many places you know like you cannot create a new place so and people started moving to watermill and like I think watermill is now becoming it's not like a place that's like vibe like it's always you know there's always something going on it's not it's not like Sag Harbor it's not Southampton but it's a place that like you have to you will have a nice house you will have a nice view you'll have some breeze you will have I don't know, like really nice privacy. Because as soon as we entered the town, oh my god, I couldn't recognize it because I feel like I have been there maybe like I don't know, it was a while ago. And it was not like this. Now there's tall hedges. It reminds me of like Beverly Hills of uh California. I mean well LA I guess. It was like so private, so quiet, so nice. Because the some houses are even close to the water, but you don't even see the water, but like there's still some breeze life anyways <laughs> if that made you jealous i mean i am jealous that i was there <laughs> like i can't believe it even happened but it was really fun like now i understand like why people would want to spend that kind of money because sometimes like, i'm like why would someone spend that much money to rent a house in the hamptons for the summer 
and I'm、um, telling you guys, like, the prices are ridiculous. Don't even think about it. It's not like even 5K. It's probably like, I don't know, over 10. It has to be over 10K. There is no way it's even that cheap. Maybe even not even 10K. I don't know. It's insane price.、Um, so, like, I could never justify that. But now I'm just like, once you have that peace, that environment, you kind of like, wow. That's what you pay for, and it's truly worth it. On that note, that was the end of the advertising for Hamptons. <laughs> But I would definitely recommend if you have never been to Hamptons, if you just moved to the city and you kind of want to look for places to go and like somewhere you don't want to go too far, Hamptons is definitely a place that I would. Recommend and it's not too far, well, three hours with drive. But you can, if you don't have a car, you can rent you can rent one. Obviously, if you don't have the license, though, you can just take a train, it's actually not bad, pretty accessible. Or you can take a bus, it's called Hamptons Jitney or Hampton Jitney, Hamptons Jitney, I think, something like that. And it's a really luxurious way of going to the Hamptons because it's like nice bus, it has everything you need, and it's so comfortable. I've done that before I had my、uh, license, and it was not bad at all. Really recommend it. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> let's move on to today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. So I started taking AG1 because I never really liked taking pills or vitamins, and I just really wanted to take a supplement that tastes great and also it's just not pills or vitamins, maybe something in all in one. And that's what AG1 is. So AG1 is, consists of 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, Whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens. So, I have been using it for a while now and I love it. It doesn't taste like super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that you can drink every day and won't get tired of. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health. It is cheaper than your cold brew habits. Trust me, I know. I spend probably way too much money for coffee. It is cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, and you are investing all in one nutritional insurance essentially. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million of different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, first thing first, I would say you need to create what you actually want to create. I know this is easier to say than done, but I think sometimes we put too much effort, and not even just I'm saying too much effort actually, too much emphasis and too much thought, or just being too much when it comes to creating a content. And that actually kind of like、uh, affects us, affects us just.、Uh, Mentally, and affect us in all the ways that, like, we're like, am I even enjoying this? Because sometimes I feel, I think, because we think all the ways that potentially could turn out. Because let's be honest, you know, even if you're a new creator, I'm sure you have some of these experiences or you're going to experience very soon. Once you start creating, right? Even before that process, you're like, how well is this going to be? 
like you know is it gonna get a lot of views is it gonna get a lot of comments is it gonna get a lot of likes i don't know do i look good in it do i look ugly how is that gonna work out are people going to make fun of me am i tarnishing my brand by posting this something like i don't know if you this is something new you're trying or whatever do you think people will make fun of me oh my god this is my first partnership what if it just you know flops like it's possible there's so many ways but i think when we have these thoughts this kind of like takes away essentially from what we want to do because once you start creating things that you don't want to do and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that only create things that you actually want to create that is one thing because you do need to create those you do need to create something you actually want but also you need to create some things that is beneficial for your brand as well because if it is a personal um content that's a different story you know even if you're a lifestyle brand you know it is still a different story you still need to create certain things that you know you're not necessarily like obsessed with you're not necessarily like oh my god like dying for this i know this is going to be great or i love this but you know your audience wants to see it that's just just simple as that but i think what happens is that like i think it's like a slippery slope because we see that and we know that it's going to do well it's performing well then we are like what like i don't enjoy this anymore i like i don't like this anymore like you're losing essentially yourself in your content and that's just that loses the point of being a content creator or influencer because the whole point of being a creator or influencer that like you get to decide what you want to do but to an extent that's why i'm trying to come out as like yes you do want to create some things that you actually want to create for sure but you want to mix it up like some things you want to create but also some things that is good for your audience that you know for sure maybe it's like it's not something you like you know for sure it's like oh my god i don't want this but i know it's going to do well or or you know this is going to be good for your future because sometimes some things you post you know for sure it's not like gonna happen in the moment like it's like something you know like it's essentially like a portfolio just like i mentioned in one of the episodes that like you're doing it for your future self and in the future something is gonna happen because of that post so that was the point in the first thing that i wanted to mention essentially like create what you want to create for sure but mix it up so it's something to do with your audience what they want to see and something that you actually want to see and you know for sure it's not it might maybe not do well but it is for you and sometimes i feel like some posts are just like that is like it is just for you personally and some are just for your audience okay the second point i want to mention and this is very very important part is finding like-minded people and collaborating with them i know this is very i don't know what to say it's more like a tiktok and youtube thing and now instagram is definitely coming to this too because we create content by ourselves a lot i mean like a lot like 24 7 it's mostly just us you know they're once in a while photographer and other things but this needs to change i think more you create content with uh, the people you want to work with or people in your niche or not even maybe in your direct niche but like someone that you like you admire 
them as like their career and stuff and they are also creator this really benefits both of you guys because you get to create content that you actually like and you enjoy it you have fun and you post about it and on top of it it's not just fun when you collaborate your audience mixes and you get you know opportunities from one and another and like or you there's some something else might come along the way paid opportunity sponsorships events you never know and this just really shows growth and what is great about it is that like it's just like you get you get to work with potentially your friend or future friend and you also get to have fun and you get money or potentially some other things towards the end so i think it's a great way to essentially enjoy your time while creating content third point this one i kind of briefly mentioned in the beginning mixing things up and this is more to do with like because in the beginning i only mentioned like oh the create the create the content that you actually want to create but also create content that your audience wants to see so those are two content two types of content i was mentioning but there's more obviously so there's um content that's monetized and this is not to mention this is not sponsored it's monetized meaning like monetized by the platform like instagram reels or uh tiktok creator fund or like youtube the, there are ads that's one type of content and other type of content is the sponsored which is direct sponsorships you know like the ads and stuff like that but directly with you and the brand so you don't want to have all of those all the time i mean it's you need to make money so this is acceptable you know we gotta pay bills somehow but you don't want to have all the time you want to mix things up so that first of all you enjoy it like doing other things but also just you have a variety of content and that just kind of helps you along the way not to stress yourself out while also just like enjoying yourself and like creating things that you actually like because sometimes i think we get so caught up in the moment that like about like oh my god how much money we have to make and how much we have to do of course those are very important things but we also have to remember how we can make them somewhat fun that we actually enjoy it i know sometimes we try this a lot like i have tried this many times with brands like brand deals is that like i try to make a funny content or i try to make a content that was relatable but because there is so much going back and forth about fixing the content or adding something and it really depends on the brand to be honest some brands are so understanding they're open they get the sense of humor some don't even if they accept it they want you to fix it more hence that sometimes like whatever you create that is fun they take essentially the fun out of that content and it becomes no fun anymore i know those i agree with those but you got to put twist somewhere that like you find yourself so you don't become annoyed but also keep that in the back of your mind that yeah some of these things uh you love you love the brand maybe you like everything about it but remember that it's at the end of the day it's money so you are doing this for money so don't think too much about it like oh my god i am not enjoying this i'm not having fun whatever because it's one time thing that you are doing and sometimes it's like ongoing thing but it is for money and we have to make money somehow so hence i feel like you have to kind of justify that but as long as you mix content up with other things that you actually enjoy i feel like it's not so bad at the end fourth thing this is something i feel like i have mentioned in some of the episodes anyways 
is to having a strategy so that you don't put all your eggs in one basket. <clears throat> when you create a content, sometimes what happens is that like when we focus on just one platform, and because sometimes it's like most platforms is just like one kind of content. Now things have changed for sure. You know, like Instagram used to be just only photos, and now just there's everything and TikTok and YouTube everything. YouTube was only long form content. Now it's short form content too. I get that, but each one has its own purpose technically. So you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, not because of like there's money side to it. That is for sure. But other side is that like you explore yourself and see what you're good at, but also you kind of have fun. Like there are times that. I mean, yeah, Instagram can be a fun place, but I feel like it has definitely passed that time of growth. But I do use it because I know this is one of my biggest platforms, and I do need to use it because a lot of my partnerships also comes from Instagram. But I do still create content on other platforms because I know there's other strategies that I'm working on for my YouTube and for my TikTok and growing it, and that's how I also try to. Maintain my mental health and like have fun with it. Especially with TikTok, it's so easier to have fun because so many things are kind of in the moment, spontaneous, nothing super serious. Hence, I feel like it's easier to kind of like balance things out. Versus like with Instagram, you know, sometimes it's all about like brand partnerships, brand partnerships, sponsored, sponsored, and it's hard to kind of like balance it out with funny content. But what happens is like because you have other content on TikTok that is more funny, or funnier, or just Chill mostly, and you can use that content on TikTok, on Instagram as well. That's why, like, when you have more contents on other platforms, you can reuse them. I mean, yeah, it's good to have fresh content, but let's be real: everyone is posting the same thing on other platforms, and it's okay. Even I know I have seen a lot of big celebrities or even big creators. They create one media, right? They literally share it on every platform, and that is okay because you don't share the same audience. There might be some overlap, but you gotta explore them and don't put all your eggs in one basket. Essentially, lastly, this is the <laughs> one that I I feel like most people are gonna be like, I'm not happy about this or what, what you're trying to say, but it is a truth. At the end, remember that like what you're doing, like creating the content, it is for the long haul, not for short gains. It's almost like stocks, <laughs> like you're investing now, but like you are you have to hold on to it for a while. I mean, like a while. That's was the content creation too. Is that like some content can blow up, can be really, really viral. Some not so much, but that doesn't mean that it flopped. That doesn't mean it's not great. There are times that some videos that I have posted on my YouTube, it did absolutely terrible when I first posted. Maybe hundred views, maybe two hundred. I don't know. It was not a lot, but then it blow up. Maybe a year after or six months after. And it became one of my really, really popular videos. You really cannot tell. You kind of have to put your faith into it and just like be like, oh, okay, it might do well, it might not do well. But you cannot just rely on it too much. Be like, oh my god, this is not gonna do well. I'm like, I am flopping it. It's not great. Don't delete it. Think about the long term that's going to come. And as I mentioned in one of the episodes, it's like a portfolio. You want to stick to those. Uh, kind of content because you never know what kind of partnership you might have in the future, and how you can use that for your advantage. But on top of it, also like what you are creating right now, it might not seem like it is doing more for your future, but it is. Trust me, and it's all about like 
finding the balance like with some of the things that I mentioned earlier so that you can have I don't know more like a successful career as a creator but also like not <laughs> be depressed have fun along the way so that you enjoy every part of being a creator all right guys so that was the episode for today I hope you guys like this episode if you do please don't forget to rate us on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys.